Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seed's website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where wherever they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. Time for the farm show here at the Shank of the Day on Wax 104.5. As Jill and Krista and myself, Bob Bosol, bring you the news in agriculture around the area, around Wisconsin, around the nation, and around the world as part of the Midwest Farm Report family. We've got markets, 13 first alert weather. We'll look at all kinds of calendar items and what's going on in the world of agriculture. Again, it's time for the farm show on Wax 104.5. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith this morning on Wax 104.5. And guess what? It is a beautiful morning, so if you're just rolling out of bed or already out and about, guess what? It is gorgeous out. Clear skies, beautiful stars, beautiful moon, and guess what? We've got deer moving. Counted nine this morning. I was really hoping for a higher count considering we had this cold snap over the weekend, and there's that lovely snow coming in tomorrow, but guess what? I only had nine. But they're starting to move. So if you have to travel this morning, give yourself a little extra time because they are on the move. And I hope you all had a great weekend besides the Packer game. We won't talk about that too much. But this weekend, let's see, what did we do? Well, the kids decided they wanted to carve pumpkins. Now, I tell you, that is a mess. (laughs) We actually did it good, though. I brought in the pumpkins. They're a little bit warmer, not too freezing cold from that cold snap that we did have at the end of last week, brought those in, and then we laid out, not cardboard, but it's a thick paper, got all the tools out. We bought these, oh my gosh, if you have not tried these yet, Walmart, Target, all the stores have them where they're like a kit, and they have all the carving tools in it. Those are a game changer. They have maps so you can kind of see what patterns you want to put on the pumpkin, how to put them on the pumpkin, and way easier, and kids can actually do it. It was so nice. We had a blast. We carved six. Six pumpkins is all, and that was enough. (laughs) But we had a great weekend, and I hope you all had a great weekend as well. We have a lot of stuff coming up this morning. We're going to be talking about the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's annual meeting and the rain last week. And what comes with rain? Mud. And what comes with mud besides dirty tires? is fines if you leave debris on the road. So we'll be touching base with that and a lot more. Plus, guess what tomorrow is? All Hallows Eve. Ooh, the ghosts and goblins and superheroes are going to be out tomorrow. So be on the lookout for those youngsters. 
Right now, we've got a temperature right here in Eau Claire of 24 degrees on my drive-in. Some of the low areas I had 21, 22, but for the most part, 23 in that Nilsville area. Looking at a partly cloudy day today with a high of 36. Tonight, we are getting some snow, possibly one inch of snow on the overnight. There's about a 60% chance. And then tomorrow morning, we're going to see some more of that snow. Breezy and cold, but then Wednesday, no snow on Wednesday, which is good. Partly cloudy and breezy. Tracy Bird kicking off your Monday morning. And Jill, as you know, is on her way down to the National FFA Convention. And we have some great sponsors that are helping her get down there. Compere Financial. Compere Financial provides lending and risk management tools to agriculture and rural communities and are proud supporters of the FFA. Egg Country Farm Credit Services. Focused on egg, focused on you. And Citizen State Bank of Loyal. The full-service, locally-owned community bank specializing in financing Wisconsin's agriculture. Visit or call one of their locations in Loyal, Grant, Nilsville, Spencer, or Marshfield. Citizen State Bank Loyal, proud supporters of the FFA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. So a big thank you to our sponsors this morning for getting Jill down to the convention safe and soundly. We appreciate it very much. Well, let's talk a little bit this morning. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau, I mentioned that earlier, is having their annual meeting, and it happens every December. And this year will be the 104th annual meeting, December 1st through the 4th, in Wisconsin Dells. Now, this is an opportunity for Farm Bureau members from all across the state to network and vote on policy that shapes the organization. At the same time this is going on, the Young Farmers and Agriculturalists also have their annual conference. They, too, have the opportunity to network and participate in various competitions. This year's annual meeting, again, is for all members of all ages and begins Saturday afternoon. Policy, of course, is the main focus as delegates gather Monday for that resolution session. That's where they vote on the policies that they would like to see Farm Bureau's government relations team advocate for. They also have opportunities to participate in educational workshops. So mark that on your calendar, December 1st through the 4th, and I'm sure you can pre-register if you go to the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation's website. Well, if you're just rolling out of bed, because I know some people like to sleep in, hit that snooze button a few extra minutes. It's a beautiful morning. However, the critters are moving. Nine deer was my count this morning. I was really hoping for more, you know, to see them safely living in the ditches, but not on the road. But... Nine is my count today, but as we get closer, this cold weather snap, I think tonight they're really going to be pushing with that snow coming in. And tomorrow morning, they are really going to be moving. So keep an eye out for those four-legged animals. I like to see them run, and I definitely do not like to see them, you know, smashing people's vehicles because I don't think anybody likes that. So we've got a lot more coming up this morning right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 24 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. We're looking at a partly cloudy day today with a high of 36. Tonight, snow showers coming in roughly one inch. Now that one inch, is there's a 60% chance of that one inch. So we might get less, hopefully less than one. We don't need more than that because tomorrow is Halloween. So if you are driving and we do get snow slow down it's the first snow of the year those are always the tricky ones everyone wants to go fast and we don't need that we'll have alabama tell you about that that's alabama five o'clock on 104.5 fm waxx eau claire it's that time of the morning we don't want to be in too much of a hurry but we've got to move along so let's jump into some national news nbc news radio i'm mark mayfield President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu are discussing efforts to free hostages held by Hamas while stepping up the flow of humanitarian aid into Gaza. The White House says the two leaders spoke during a call Sunday morning in which Biden stressed the need to significantly increase assistance to meet the needs of Palestinian civilians. The call came as Israeli forces expanded air, sea and ground operations against Hamas. Israel's military said its fighter jets struck more than 450 Hamas targets in Gaza since Saturday. The new Speaker of the House says a standalone funding bill for Israel will go on the House floor this week. Louisiana Republican Mike Johnson's comments were echoed by Texas Republican and House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Michael McCall. Because the need is so urgent now in Israel, start with Israel first and then deal with the other as a separate measure. We'll have that on the House floor this week. 
On Fox News Sunday, Johnson said he called on President Biden to separate bills to provide aid for Israel and Ukraine when he met with him last week. The Biden administration is proposing a combined $100 billion aid package that includes both Israel and Ukraine. Florida Governor and GOP presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis says better mental health oversight was needed in connection with the accused gunman in last week's mass shooting in Maine. He clearly had problems. He was involuntarily committed. He would have been a prohibited possessor. Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, DeSantis said a reported mental health intervention for suspected shooter Robert Card wasn't enough. DeSantis said he would be more aggressive in cases where somebody demonstrates a danger to society instead of the government seizing weapons from citizens. Card was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound Friday night after allegedly shooting and killing 18 people in a bar and a bowling alley in the town of Lewiston. And the initial autopsy results for actor Matthew Perry are inconclusive and pending a toxicology report. The friend star was found dead in his hot tub at home in Los Angeles on Saturday in apparent drowning at the age of 54. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we're going to touch base with some more farm news this morning. So, as we all know, we received some rain last week. And with that rain comes mud. And with mud comes dirty tires and the risk of over a $200 fine if you track debris onto the road. And this time of year, it's bound to happen because of the harvest, manure hauling, and some disking or plowing. The Wisconsin State Patrol is reminding farmers that leaving mud and manure on the road is against the law. They recommend taking an ice scraper to the tire to get mud off or moving at a high speed at the edge of a field through a grassy area to fling that mud off of the tires. It's usually common for farmers to remove mud or manure from the roadway with like a skid loader or a a mechanical broom. However, as we all know, that's not always an ideal solution. If they are taking it, so farmers, if you're taking it upon yourself to clean the road, take into consideration some liability concerns. A few tips to remove debris from the road are working when traffic is light, having flashing warning lights on equipment, and have a spotter to watch for oncoming traffic. And you have to also make sure that the spotter is wearing like a safety vest and wearing orange or like red flags just to kind of give the other pedestrians and other drivers out there a a know that, hey, we're out here, we're working, trying to make the road safe again. So that is coming from the Wisconsin State Patrol. Um, yeah, so if you ever need help, you can always call your local township, local county highways. They might be able to give you some advice on how to clean off that debris, and whether it's mud, manure, all that fun stuff that we have to put on the road sometimes. So, but there is that $200 fine. So that doesn't sound like much fun. So let's keep those roads clean and simple. And speaking of roads, I mentioned a little bit earlier, tomorrow is Halloween, and that means the ghouls, goblins, and superheroes will be out in full force. Now, farmers in some areas of the state that didn't see a lot of rain from last week will be in the fields this week. So keep an eye out for slow-moving vehicles and kids running across the roads. You know, even in the country, kids do go trick-or-treating. If there's two houses close by, they will dodge across. So keep an extra eye out for them. And let's make sure everyone comes home safe and sound. The farmers, the equipment operators, and, of course, the trick-or-treaters. Because they're just so cute this time of year. My kids, let's see, Mackenzie, my daughter, she is going to be one of the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus, her and a couple little friends. And my son is going to be the Grim Reaper. But I got to tell you, he is the cutest Grim Reaper I've ever seen. Maybe I'm biased, but I think he's pretty cute. Well, we've got to get moving along. We've got your weather. That'll be coming in next. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, today is going to be a partly cloudy day today with a high of 36 degrees. Tonight, there is a 60% chance of snow showers coming our way that could lead up to an inch of snow accumulation. The low tonight is going to be 27 degrees. Tomorrow, we're going to see snow in the morning, and then it's going to be breezy and cold throughout the day, high of 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear for those trick-or-treaters, low of 20 degrees. So make sure you bundle them up because it's going to be chilly. Wednesday, we're looking at a partly cloudy and breezy day with a high of 39. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a low of 24. Temperatures around the area right now, Medford's at 23 degrees, La Crosse is at 29 Marshfield, 25 degrees. Green Bay is at 30. Rice Lake at 22. Wausau, 25 degrees. Madison is at 30. Milwaukee's at 34. 
And right here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area, we are at 24 degrees. We've got your morning markets. Those are coming in next, and they'll be brought to you by... Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And this morning's markets again are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. We're switching over to those choice-fed beef steers, 173 to 187. Your mixed steers, 172 and down. Choice-fed beef heifers, 173 to 186. Your mixed heifers, 115 to 172. Finished dairy cross steers and heifers, 157 to 184. Your fed Holstein steers, 154 to 168. Select and silage fed, 128 to 153. Cows are at 74 to 91, topping out at 120. Bulls are at 105 to 125. Butcher hogs, 50 to 80. Sows, 46 to 56. Boars, 11 to 21. New crop market lambs are at 165 to 182. Your feeder lambs are at 25 to 190. Ewes are at 57 to 105. Small goats, 20 to 140. Medium goats, 65 to 190. Large goats, 85 to 360. Nanny goats, 25 to 50. Switching over to that Mercantile Exchange live cattle for, let's see, December. 182.22, that's up to 90. February's at 182.95, up to 55. April's at 184.90, up $2. Feeder cattle for January's at 235.70, that's up 62 cents. March is at 238.57, up 82 cents. And April's at 242.65, up 72 cents. Lean hogs for December is at 70.47, up $1.85. February's at 73.50, up $1.67. April's at 78.92, up $1.27. On that Chicago Board of Trade on the overnight, your December corn was up just a penny to four eighty two. December oats were down two cents to four dollars. Your January beans up nine cents to thirteen twenty eight. Your December soybean meal was down two seventy to four thirty nine seventy a ton. December wheat was down four at five seventy one. On the dairy side, barrel cheese was unchanged on Friday to a dollar sixty eight and a quarter. Your blocks were also unchanged at a dollar seventy three. However, your double-A grade butter, that slipped five and three-quarter cent to three nineteen and a quarter. Class three futures for October up a penny to sixteen eighty-five. November slipped down fifteen cents to seventeen forty. We've got December down thirteen cents to seventeen twenty-nine. January down fifteen cents to seventeen fifty-seven. February down seventeen cents to seventeen ninety-one. And then those markets continue downward trending through July. Right now, Justin Moore, Backwoods on Wax. 15 minutes after 5 o'clock. And as I mentioned earlier this morning, Jill is on her way down to the National FFA Convention. And we have some amazing sponsors that have helped her get down there. We're going to lead off the way with Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Focused on ag, focused on you. Compere Financial provides lending and risk management tools to agriculture and rural communities and are proud supporters of the FFA. So thank you to Compere Financial and Citizen State Bank of Loyal, your full-service, locally-owned community bank specializing in financing Wisconsin's agriculture. Visit or call one of their locations in Loyal, Grant, and Nilsville, Spencer, or Marshfield. Citizen State Bank of Loyal, proud supporters of the FFA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. So again, thank you to Compere, Citizen State Bank of Loyal, and Egg Country Farm Credit Services for getting us down to the National FFA Convention to support all those youngsters down there, supporting the FFA. It's going to be a great time. They're going to have a blast. Well, with that time of the morning, we're going to have to move right along. And Bob, we're actually going to be hearing from him. He had a chance to speak with Trevor Wietrich. Now, if you're not familiar with Trevor Wietrich, he is one of the owners of Grassland Dairy. And now they actually helped out with the University of Wisconsin River Falls Dairy Plant. So Bob had a chance to speak with Trevor, and we'll be hearing from him coming up next on how it got started, what's all going on, how does it work. It's going to be interesting. So stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more coming up with that and then after. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More proof that Wisconsin is truly on the cutting edge of the dairy industry. It's a facility at the University of Wisconsin River Falls College of Agriculture, Food and Environmental Sciences. A couple of gentlemen very much responsible for that are with me. And one, of course, is the dean, the new dean, Michael Orth. And uh, Dean Orth, as we stand here in front of the Wheatrick Family Grassland Dairy Center of Excellence, you got to be proud. I mean, uh, your emphasis is to get more students and more cutting-edge technology and education, and this is going to help. 
oh, this is this is fantastic because if you know when we talk about like you mentioned, Bob, the experiential learning for the students. The partnerships with the industry, with the Wietrich family and, and all the other ones that were involved, the fact that the industry will come in and use the facility so, so they'll benefit from it, the interaction with the students and the industry personnel will be great uh, with that equipment, the new products, the innovation, trying things, which I think a university should be doing. All of those things can take place here. It's just a, it's just a, great, just a great facility. It's great for the state. Yeah, and for you know, for River Falls in particular too. What makes up this facility, as far as the, the equipment, the faculty, the technology? What's in here? Well, okay. So, in terms of all the equipment, I'm probably Trevor might know better than I do. You know, a lot of the equipment relative to making cheese and um, ice cream, and you know, it's, that's probably above you know what I understand in terms of the equipment. With the name Wietrich, there better be well, some butter made well, here. Well, we were just talking about that. I think we've that's a, that's on the horizon to do that. Yes, so you have that, and so for the fa- you know, think about it from the faculty and the staff. It gives them tools to use that they have not, they've not, they've never had here. Never had anything like this. So they go from you know really old or outdated equipment to really now the modern technology there. I can tell you equipment came from all over the world, from what I understand, to uh, to be a part of that dairy plant. So I think the students will benefit, the faculty will be excited. to. It's like having new toys for them, right? I guess and, my question is, what about the faculty? What have they expressed as far as the new things they can do, the modern technology they can develop and show to these students? Yeah, so I mean, I think that's... that. Those opportunities will be great for them, and if and if you partner that with the the dairy, uh, the dairy innovation hub and what they do, you go all the way from you know the the um, the animals, the animal growth development, all the way to the product, and then what you can do. So you can go all the way from the animal to the endpoint here at River Falls. You have the the whole gamut, and so you'll get they'll get that opportunity. Um, you know, to take those products and, and do great things with them and fun things that uh, those experience that they will take away and then the students can take away and it'll make them very marketable and, and hopefully become part of the, you know, the Wisconsin dairy industry. And of course, at the ribbon cutting, you, you got to take the bow, but your predecessor was very much uh, part of this from the beginning. Oh, Dale did all the work. I mean, like I said, I'm like, I was like the guy, the football player that came in with two minutes left, right? I get to experience and enjoy this and see the fruit of it going on. But Dale, Dale's the guy that did all the, you know, he did all the work. And so. that, of course, Dr. Dale Gallenberg, who is now retired. But, uh, Dr. Orth, you got a smile on your face. So I know this is uh, something you're anxious to really get going full speed. Well, I know. I like ice cream and cheese and butter. So I <laughs> do want to see You're in the right place. I am, yes. <laughs> Dr. Michael Orth, who's the Dean of the College of Agriculture, Food, and Environmental Sciences. Trevor Wietrich is with me now. And Trevor, as we stand here looking at the sign, the Wietrich family, Grassland Dairy, Center of Excellence. You talked about five generations of the Wietrich family coming from Switzerland. This has to be very satisfying. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like, like Dr. Orth had mentioned, you know, the, the future of the industry is the people and UW River Falls is poised and positioned to bring the best dairy students out of this facility uh, for the future of, of, of dairy processing. And uh, uh, we're going to maintain, uh, Wisconsin will, I guarantee, maintain that dairy state statement uh, um, with, with just the, the students and the training they're going to have out of this facility. What kind of discussions did you have back home at, uh, at, the, at the creamery with maybe your dad, Dallas, and the rest of the staff and the rest of the family about committing? Because you committed seven figures to this thing, and uh, you got a smile on your face, so you're happy you did it. But what was the discussion to make it go? A lot of our uh, employees are UW River Falls food science graduates, and uh, um, you know, in a testament to them and, and where they brought Grassland Dairy over the last 20, 30 years, uh, it's almost a little bit of a thank you to them as well um, for for uh, uh, for being such uh, advocates for the industry and for Grassland Dairy. And uh, uh, if we want to maintain that, you know, we've got a next generation coming through, and hopefully they're they're going to be even better. I would imagine. Folks like you and there are other dairy plant representatives here at the ribbon cutting that you're not going to walk off campus and forget it. You'll be here as consultants. You'll have people on staff. You're going to hire interns. How will this develop into uh, 
a center of excellence even more. I think what's exciting is what uh, uh, Dr. Orth uh, alluded to was the collaboration between industry and UW-River Falls. Um, That happened in the past, but now we have a facility where that that is more easily blended, and uh, I'm excited for that collaboration and, and, and to see where that takes the industry as a whole as well. Now, you contributed, obviously, a generous amount of money to this. What about uh, expertise as far as building this, guiding the university, because you're in the industry every day, as far as equipment, as far as processing, and lines, things like that. How much did you and other members of the dairy industry around Wisconsin get together and meet over the years? Because this wasn't a project that to happen in a year or two. Right. This is a 10-year project, uh, like John had, John Umheifer at Cheesemakers had alluded to. And, uh, and it was a true collaboration between vendors, industry partners uh, across the whole spectrum. Uh, and it was that collaboration that brought us to today. As you go forward with this, and as you mentioned, the folks that have worked at your plant that are UW-River Falls graduates and known grassland dairy, you're not sitting on your hands. I would assume you're looking for more graduates in the future because it's an ever-expanding business you have over in Greenwood. Absolutely. You know, our success is driven on our people, and and we hire smarter people than we do, than we are, and uh, hopefully these Center of Excellence students are going to be a lot smarter than I and uh, and take us to even another level. And as you uh, go forward with this, again, will you continue to be involved in this, or... You're going to let the university run it completely, but the industry is still going to be a part of this. Well, absolutely, and that's you know that's the collaboration um, with the industry and and the university. And uh, moving forward, I think we have to be involved um, for the students and for ourselves. I think it's a uh, uh, it's a marriage uh, that that works both ways. And uh, from knowing your grandfather, John, how proud would he be of this? Oh, he would love it. And the rest of the family. Absolutely, it's it's a huge honor. It really is, and I know the folks here at River Falls uh, thank you and the industry because, and again, it wasn't just the butter industry. It was every part of the dairy industry as well. Yeah, butter starts with milk, and you need good milk, and uh, you got the the best processing facility on any campus in the world, I think, sitting down here right now, and uh, you're going to have some pretty good milk going through that facility. And as uh, you look at it, uh, some of the cheese and butter and uh, all those things in your facility, you're ever expanding. I was talking to, to Dallas that uh, there's more building going to be happening over in Greenwood. Right. We uh, we have 120 acres to build on, and only half of it is is is, is got brick and mortar. So we've got we've got a lot of growth. But uh, yeah, in the next five years, we're going to have uh, some some substantial growth, and uh, we're excited and a little scared as well. <laughs> you should be in the dairy industry, an uncertain industry, but the best there is in Wisconsin. Trevor Wietrich, Dr. Michael Orth, again, leaders of the Wietrich Grassland Dairy, the Wietrich Family Grassland Dairy Center of Excellence, now officially open at the University of Wisconsin River Falls College of Agriculture, Food, and Environmental Sciences. I'm Bob Bosold. Thank you so much, Bob, and what an amazing day that they had, and everything is should be 100% ready to rock and roll, and... Yeah, Bob said it was a great turnout, had a great time, lots of people there. And so, yeah, it was just great. So thanks so much to the Wheatrick family for all their help on the dairy plant at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls. We've got your morning markets. Those will be coming in next. Rocky Olson from Premier will have the update from last week and what's coming up this week. So stay with us. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock is in with you, is joining us now. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So, what are you going to be for Halloween tomorrow? Oh, I think I'll be a a cowboy. A cowboy? I thought you were going to be like an auctioneer. No, I'm a cowboy. Oh, a cowboy. (laughs) Liking it. How about your kids? What are they going to be this year? Oh, I think one's going to be in deer, and Ooh. I'm not even sure what all the other uh, one's a monster, and I'm not sure about the big ones, if what their plans really are. <laughs> you know, it's funny, because as the kids get older, you can kind of see their costumes changing. They don't want to do silly. They want to do different. My son still wants to do silly. He's the Grim Reaper this year, but he's so cute at it. Yeah, no, I know. it's always a good time with him. Oh, yeah. It's always a fun time. But you know what else is fun? Going to Premier Livestock. So catch us up. What happened last week? What's coming up this week? 
Uh, thank you, Kristen. Good morning, everyone. I had a really busy week last week. Uh, sold over 3,800 head of livestock. Uh, like I said, fed cattle steady, high choice and prime Holstein steers 155 to 167, selects 145 to 154, market cows steady, high yielding cows from a dollar to a dollar 19, uh, many cows from 80 to 99, high yielding market bulls mostly from a dollar 5 to a dollar 20, Organic market cows high yielding from 130 to 154, lower yielding 129 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly from 250 to 440 per head. Your beef cross calves from 350 to 660. Uh, Holstein heifer calves uh, up to 150. Uh, like I said, to recap the week, uh, like I said on Wednesday, we had a dairy, we had a big dairy cattle week. We sold over 600 head of dairy cattle. Um, actually, 700 head of dairy cattle. Uh, we had our special heifer sale Tuesday. Tremendous demand. Uh, had springers up to 2350. Uh, we had open heifers ready to breed the top notch ones, selling from 15 to 1675. Wednesday we had two herds, uh, registered tie stall herds. We sell the top end of them cows from 2700 to 3000. Uh, springing heifers up to 2950, and one herd averaged over 2350, and another herd 21 and a quarter. So strong week on the dairy cattle. Uh, this week, uh, we do have the feeder cattle auction. That's a regular feeder sale on Tuesday. Uh, dairy cattle on Wednesday. We got two herds of Holstein tie stall cows with a third tie stall herd pending. Uh, we're also selling market cattle and calves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, full list of all consignments on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us anytime, 715-229-2500. Uh, don't forget this Friday. You guys make plans to be at Premier. We got our large farm machinery auction. Uh, we'll be selling in three rings all day. We'll start at nine o'clock in the morning. We'll have food on site all day. Uh, sale order, I do believe, will be set tomorrow. Uh, make sure you're looking at ring one, ring two. Um, like I say, lots of stuff in there to sell. Uh, we are done taking consignments unless you've made special arrangements for today. Uh, like I said, uh, we do appreciate all the consigners bringing their consignments. Full list on our website and at equipmentfacts.com. So if you're looking for an item, you don't see it on equipmentfacts.com. That means it will be an offline item. But you do have to go to Equipment Facts uh, to view all the pictures and get all the details of the individual consignments. I know there will be a bunch added on there today. Uh, like I said, any questions, give us a call, 715-229-2500. And, Kristen, that's how it's shaped up. Sounds good, Rocky. You have a great day and have an even better tomorrow. Sounds great. Thank you. There he goes, Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock and Withy. And this morning's markets will be brought to you by... Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Citizen State Bank of Loyal is also one of our sponsors to the National FFA Convention. So thank you so much for that. And it's that time in the morning to check in with our 13 first alert meteorologist, Mike Dandria, this morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are we doing? Oh, we are fabulous. Are you ready for this joke? Oh, I'm always ready. Okay. What do you call a witch's garage? A witch's garage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A broom closet. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I know it's so bad, but you have to laugh at it. Listen, I I mean, I don't know. I love bad jokes, but you know, the, the old saying goes, the difference between a bad joke and a dad joke is just one letter. Mm-hmm. But the way I prefer to look at it is the difference between a dad joke and a rad joke is oh. one letter. But I'm... And now we've lost a lot of listeners. Yeah, yeah. They just went, oh, we're done with this. I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) Well, and, you know, before you get to the forecast, I'm not going to, like, steal your thunder or anything, but there might be some snow coming. Thunder snow? Yeah. What? (laughs) We don't need that. But my my joke is, what did one snowman say to the other? Uh, There's a couple things that I would say, but they're probably not appropriate. (laughs) So go ahead. Tell me. Do you smell carrot? (laughs) Oh, Nice. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's another one that I know, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, I, I like my job. Well, yeah, I kind of do, too. I mean, we'll have to talk about this off air. You know. Yes. I mean, maybe we should have like a PG-13 site or something. You know what? That's what podcasts are for. Oh. <laughs> well, you're full of it today. Well, that's why my eyes are brown. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Happy Halloween, kids. Don't go to that house. Yes. 
All right, so I'm just going to go right into the forecast now before I lose my job. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a pretty quiet day, but pretty chilly for the most part, as we'll have temperatures in the mid-30s. We'll have some intervals of clouds and sun and a bit of a breeze out of the west between 10 to 15 miles per hour. But this comes ahead of snow showers that are heading our way tonight, mainly cloudy. But we could see uh, our first accumulations of the year, mostly on the grassy surfaces, anywhere from about a trace, even upwards to an inch and a half as we dip to the mid-20s for our lows tonight. Now, that may cause a few slick spots on the roadways tomorrow morning. We'll have a few chances at some snow showers, at least in the mid-morning hours before clearing out through the afternoon. Highs once again in the mid-30s. Looking ahead to tomorrow night, cloud cover rolls back in. Lows are going to be in the low 20s, even some upper teens. going to be a really chilly start to Wednesday morning. Mostly cloudy, highs in the mid-30s again, but we get a little bit of a warm-up on Thursday, but still below average as we top out in the low 40s. Mid-40s on tap for Friday and Saturday with chances at some showers. Most likely going to hang out as rain for the most part. Maybe a few snowflakes mixing in uh, from time to time. But then Sunday, mostly cloudy, highs once again in the low 40s. We have a mostly clear start to the morning, though, with a temperature of 23 degrees and a wind chill 13 degrees. It Ooh, is cold. We got a wind chill this morning? We do. We have those Ooh. winds at 9 miles per hour out of the west, and yeah, 13 degrees for the wind chill. <laughs> That's chilly. You know, and I was I was really looking forward to this morning because of my deer count. Mm-hmm. Only nine. Only? Only. Well, I mean, I guess it is still rut season, so there's there's that. Yes, it's just opening up, so. Yes. I know. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I like to see them, but I don't like to see them when I'm driving. Exactly. <laughs> so there's that. Well, Mike, you have a great day, and happy Halloween tomorrow. Happy Halloween. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. There he goes, your 13 First Alert meteorologist, Mike D'Andrea, this morning. For those who work in Acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, yeah. Country Jam coming your way July 18th through the 20th. Thomas Rep, Brothers Osborne, and Hardy. That is going to be one heck of a party. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. It's Monday. Halloween is tomorrow. we got to have some fun. And speaking of fun, let's get Morgan McCarthy to join us this morning. Good morning, Morgan. It's a busy day. Catch us up. What's going on in the news? Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today as we start across the state. Deputies in Wapaka County say alcohol was likely a factor in a wreck that saw a man killed while trying to help a driver. It happened overnight into Sunday morning on County Highway W near Caledonia. Deputies say a man stopped to help when another car hit him and killed him. The second driver was eventually tracked down and arrested. Prosecutors will get the case later today. As we shift attention to the Capitol, the focus shifts to AI, that artificial intelligence discussion, and a new task force meeting today on that. Governor Evers' AI task force is looking to see how companies in the state can harness artificial intelligence to help workers and companies. And it's a different focus than the Speaker's Task Force on AI. It's Wisconsin's Department of Workforce Development and the WEDC that are both expected to headline this first meeting. The governor says he wants the task force to come up with a report on AI, both the near term and the long game for Wisconsin's future. As we look to other headlines, Madison police had a busy night with students at Saturday's Badger game. Always the night games, right? Officers say 20 of the 24 people arrested were students, most of them either drinking or having alcohol in all. Police say 60 people were ejected, again, mainly for those alcohol-related reasons. Well, there's a reminder about hunting season in the state as it's about to ramp up. As DNR says four different hunting seasons begin next month. That's including beaver, mink, muskrat, otter, and then, of course, deer season with firearms. But uh, deer gun season, which is Wisconsin's busiest, actually starts November 18th this year. Probably getting excited for that. I know my sister and her family were out just scoping the deer stands, getting ready this weekend. Probably uh, to walk away from the Packers game because, uh, yeah, probably Probably don't have to remind you, we lost to the Vikings. The Purple marched out of Lambeau winners, and uh, well, Packers fans marching back to a Monday lot. Who doesn't love candy corn? Don't be a hater. It was created in 1898 in America and morphed over the years into what we now know as candy corn. And Americans love it, eating 35 million pounds of it every year. AlwaysTheTreat.com says 51% of us eat them whole. That's the right way. 31% eat the tip, and 18% start at the bottom and work their way up. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. And I do believe Kristen has a shirt on that says, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. We better believe her as we get those chores done. Kristen Smith heads up your Midwest <laughs> Farm Report this morning on Wax 104.5. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. And she is right. I am wearing a shirt that says, I do solemnly swear that I am up to no good. It's a quote from Harry Potter for the younger people out there that enjoy that. My daughter and I got matching shirts because why not? It's fun. But 30-some million pounds of candy corn, oh, 
I mean, I can eat a little bit here and there, but I mean, even a bag is too much. I don't know about that. We're going to have to do some digging to see like how that even got started. I mean, you can't even call that a dairy product. That's for sure. They should, we'll have to change the name. It can't be candy corn. It's going to be candy something. But we've got a lot more coming up. And actually, oh, there he is. Jim Lindsay is tuning in with us now. Good morning, Jim. And it's that time of the morning. I know you're busy, you said. So let's jump into those markets. What's going on at the Equity Altoona Bar? And how'd everything go last week? Choice beef steers and heifers dollar fifty to a dollar seventy six. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar fifty to a dollar seventy three. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers dollar fifty five to a dollar sixty two. Choice Holstein steers dollar forty five to a dollar fifty four. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar forty four and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows so from a dollar to a dollar fifteen. We have a top of a dollar eighteen. 60% of the cows sold from 75 to 99. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 74 and down. Our next special feeder sale will be Friday, November 3rd. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much. And now we've got Jerry Fitzgerald joining us from the Stratford Equity Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, and a good morning to you. And, uh, well, we, uh, this is good fall weather, I guess, for lack of a better word. But at least no moisture in the, no rain in the forecast. But, boy, it's chilly this morning. And then we are talking off air, and you had brought up a wind chill here in October already. I guess we got to face it, though. Huh? I know. And it wasn't even my fault. I didn't bring it up willingly. Mike Dandria, the 13th First Alert weather meteorologist guy, he's the yeah. one who brought it up. That I don't and, know if it's uh, a trick or a treat. <laughs> well, we have a lot of words for it, but we want to stay on the air. So anyway... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I was watching you on TV. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't read the whole thing you have on your shirt. So now, absolutely. How does your husband let you out of the house wearing a shirt like that? Oh, he's still sleeping at this point. It says, I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Oh, well, I will probably <laughs> concur with that. Well, so. Halloween is tomorrow, so I, didn't, I can't dress up, dress up. People think I'm really crazy, so I wore something fun. There you go. Well, enjoy it as long as it's warm, right? I have a sweatshirt, jacket. I got everything with me. I haven't got my winter hat just in case. Oh, that's good. Well, it is going to be chilly. But anyway, we better tell the folks about this upcoming week here at Equity Stratford. Why don't we go ahead and do that? Sounds good. Take it away, Jerry. Kristen, thank you, and a good morning to everyone. As we begin the last couple sales here in October, move into November here, we'll get underway this morning here at Equity Stratford, Monday morning at 10 o'clock with the market auction. And we'll sell those market cows today along with fed cattle and uh, baby calves today at uh, 11.30. Just a brief look back at Lackreys on the cow market. Uh, most of the cows last week sold between 70 and 96. Higher, higher yielding cows from 97 to 117. And some fancy beef cows on Wednesday up to 124. Uh, calf market last week, a little bit weaker on the bull calves compared to earlier in the month. But the, the better quality bull calves are still selling mostly from 200 to 350. Some fancy calves up to 400 on Monday. Beef calves continue to be very strong, of course, 350 to 650, up to 700 on Monday. So moving ahead, Tuesday auction does start at 10 o'clock with a hay and bedding auction. And uh, also on Tuesday at 11 o'clock will be the market auction. We'll sell those organic cows uh, and uh, anything organic. We sell those every Tuesday along with the conventional type cattle. Wednesday auction starts at 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning. We do have a market auction on Wednesday. sell most of our fed cattle on Wednesday, but the... uh, Big sale on Wednesday will be the feeder cattle sale, folks. We do have a very nice lineup of feeder cattle, along with a complete herd dispersal of certified organic black Angus cattle. There's going to be bred cows and heifers coming with this herd, uh, a very local herd, but a very top-quality black Angus cattle. And uh, along with the uh, certified uh, organic cattle, there will also be some non-organic black Angus cows coming with that herd. So an excellent opportunity if you're in the feeder cattle business, or Angus business. We also have other consignments of black Angus cattle, so we do have a lot of black cattle for that sale. Don't forget, that will be Wednesday at 12.30, and uh, full information on our website on that. You can check that out. Our Thursday auction does start at 11, full marketing day on Thursday, including with the market cattle and the baby calves. So uh, we're going to just have to deal with the weather, I guess. But uh, And so, folks, like I said, if you got any questions on our sales, give us a call, 687-4101, and uh, what are we going to get to, about 34 today or 35, or what is it going to be? 36, and partly cloudy. Well, it would be nice to see the sun, and 
The wind, I think, is going to be a factor today, though. I They're saying it's not going to be too breezy until tomorrow. So after that, that snow comes in, they're calling for a trace to up an inch and a half. Mm. Well, I know it's, it's really it's pretty much put a halt to all soybean harvest and corn harvest because the ground is pretty, pretty wet now, some, especially in the heavier soil. So how is it down in your part of the world, down around Nielsville? It's a little damp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think we got about five inches. Yeah, we had over that here. So, well, anyway, we'll deal with it. Again, we'll be back here tomorrow morning to update the folks on what's going on in the market world. And uh, and uh, you are, uh, well, Bob will be back tomorrow because I know Jill's going to be at, uh, she's down in Indianapolis, right? Yep, she's on her way to the National FFA Convention. Well, how did, how did uh, maybe next year be your turn to go, huh? Have you ever been to one of those conventions? Or? I have not. No, I, I let the professionals do that. I get to have the fun job here. Oh, yeah, you do. And, uh, well, yeah, I guess that's uh, one way to look at it. So you enjoy the day and stay warm. And I guess, uh, uh, well, you know, one thing about it, uh, uh, when the kids come home from trick-or-treating tomorrow, make sure that they get to eat some of the candy so you don't eat all of it, you know. So. Oh, I have to share? That's the way it goes, yep. <laughs> I will do that just for you, Jerry. All right, you have a nice day, nice chatting with you, Kristen. You have a good day, and thank you much. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Barn. I forgot to ask him what he was going to be for Halloween, but maybe Bob will ask him tomorrow. We've got more markets and news and weather coming up next. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Cattle aren't pawing through snow yet to get at the feed and the grass and the forages that are left out in our pastures. We're going to talk about the quality of the pastures right about now with Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And Dan, it might not look real good out in those pastures, especially it's been kind of dry and the grass hasn't grown real well, but is there still some quality out there in those pastures the cattle can get? Yes, Bob, uh, Fall forage is really high in quality. We tend to associate the brownness with the brownness over summer, and over summer the brown forage isn't so high quality and is often stemmy. But in the fall, we only have leaves. Uh, when the forage turns brown, we're basically losing the chlorophyll, which gives it the green coloring, but that really doesn't have much impact on uh, the uh, quality of the forage. Again, thinking that we have only leaves in the fall, which we do, it's relatively lower in NDFs than a lot of the grass forage during the year. I've seen samples where it can be as high as 18 and 20 percent crude protein. So if you have fertilized it and have some good growth on it, uh, or if there's any growth there, uh, do consider that the forage that's out there is, is quite high quality. You can put uh, dairy cattle or stocker cattle out there, and on the stocker cattle you can get a very good rate of gain uh, with no additional supplement other than some minerals. And so uh, this is a very good forage that should be taken advantage of. The main thing in terms of utilization of it is to see if you can set up some temporary fencing to allocate the forage, give them two or three days supply at a time. If we simply let cattle out on the whole pasture, they'll only consume about 40% of it and trample and crap on the other 60%. But if we allocate the forage and they get some new forage every few days, they'll consume as much as 60 or 70% of it. So a huge difference in intake and available forage to the animals uh, whether we turn them out on a whole big pasture and let them trample it or whether we allocate the forage and confine them to a smaller area so they consume that and then move on. Uh, again, uh, this brown forage that we're seeing in the fall is very high quality. It's a great resource uh, considering the general scarcity of forage uh, and the uh, cost of it. Uh, this is a good resource that most farmers should consider using. Another management tool, if you use it right, a good management tool, that uh, fall grass, fall pasture, good stuff. Dan Undersander with the good stuff as well. Dan, our state forage specialist 
on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, a big thank you to Egg Country Farm Credit Services for being one of our sponsors for the National FFA Convention. Egg Country Farm Credit Services, focused on egg, focused on you. Another one of our sponsors is Citizen State Bank of Loyal, your full-service locally-owned community bank specializing in financing Wisconsin's agriculture. Visit or call one of their locations in Loyal, Grant, Nilsville, Spencer, or Marshfield. Citizen State Bank of Loyal, proud supporters of the FFA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. And our other sponsor, Compere Financial. Compere Financial provides lending and risk management tools to agriculture and rural communities and are proud supporters of the FFA. Thank you to all of our sponsors for helping Jill get down to the National FFA Convention. And, yeah, we just want to say thank you. We really appreciate it. Well, let's take a look at our morning markets one last time this morning. On that Chicago Board of Trade, your December corn is up a penny at 482. Your December oats are down two at $4. January beans up nine cents to 1328. December soybean meal was down 270 a ton to 439.70 a ton. Your December wheat was down four at 571. Looking at country elevators in the area, we've got Golden Plump in Arcadia at 442 for corn. Baldwin is at 432 and 1226. Wheat and Grain in Chippewa Falls is at 427 and 1240. Wheat and grain in Connersville, 432 for corn, 1230 for beans. Durand is at 427 and 1216. Mondovi, 432 and 1221. Elmwood, 437 and 1226. Fall Creek is at 427 and 1215. Osseo, 442, 1225. Northside and Loyal, 437 and 1228. Northside and Arcadia, 437, 1238. We've got Elk Mount at 427 for corn, 1241 for beans. Sparta's at 433 and 1220. Ellsworth, 417 for corn, 1206. For beans. Ethanol plants in the area. Boyceville's at 441. Stanley's at 437. New Richmond's at 432. Switching over to that dairy side, barrel cheese was unchanged from Friday to $1.68 and a quarter. Your blocks were also unchanged to $1.73. Your AA grade butter slipped a little bit down five and three quarter cent to three nineteen and a quarter. And your class three futures for October up a penny to sixteen eighty five. November down fifteen cents to seventeen forty. December down thirteen cents to seventeen twenty nine. January down fifteen cents to seventeen fifty seven. February was down seventeen cents to seventeen ninety one. And those markets were downward trending through July. That's a look at our morning markets this morning. We've got weather. Let's take a quick look at that. It's not six o'clock yet, so the kiddos should not be on the bus. And if they're outside waiting. Get him a hat, get him a coat, because it's chilly outside. We're looking at 23 degrees, but with the wind chill, it's 13 degrees. So it is cold this morning. Hats, coats, maybe even some mittens. Today, we're looking at a partly cloudy day with a high of 36. Tonight, chance of snow showers anywhere from a trace to up to an inch and a half. Low of 27. Tomorrow, snow in the morning, breezy and cold throughout the day. High of 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear for Halloween. Low of 20. So get up, get at it, enjoy your day, have fun tomorrow, trick-or-treating or or handing out candy. Send us your favorite pictures. Bob always likes that. Waxbob at gmail.com. Send them fun pictures of the kids all dressed up for Halloween. Maybe we'll get some cows or cowboys and cowgirls. Never know what we're going to see. 23 degrees, wind chill at 13. Get up, get at it, enjoy your day. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chelsea family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.